This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, welcome back. We've had a week off. Yeah, it was a nice little recovery that we had from uh, podcasting. I forgot though, like we didn't tell anybody. Uh, you we know, didn't plan the week off. We didn't plan it. No. But like I had someone say, um, "Oh, like where where is it?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, forgot to to post." But about you know, it. like sometimes it's nice to play hard to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the like the art of mystery. Oh, sort of, oh what happened? My job is all about over communicating, so <laughs> I guess that doesn't. <laughs> uh, so yes, how's the job going? It's going well. I think this is my fourth week. Was it, with, was it think, you that told me this? I think it might be. It's third or That's fourth week for gone sure. quite fast. Um, yeah, I think this is my fourth week. I feel like I'm getting the hang of it. Mm. Like, I, you know, sorry, my eye is, like, twitching, like, and, like, they're kind of taking turns. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one before. That one's going hard. Who's first day qualified in this room? Me. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Yeah. And, um, and me. Oh, you? listen, you'll yes. be absolutely Can they hear fine. You today? Yes. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, We've got Carlos on today as producer. Uh, yeah, no, my job is good. I'm getting the hang of it. Week one was like, what the hell have I done? Mm. Have I made the wrong choice? Because um, I tease a whole other language. But lucky I've learned another language before. No, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, but week two, I... No, I had mo like it, it's been pretty hard up until this week, I would say. Mm. So like, now, now you feel like you're kind of kind of getting your head around it yeah like I can't say I am getting I have got my head around it but each day is better and each day I feel like I'm providing more value to the company you know because it's you know I, yeah anyway the the thing about it is the fact that it's it's such a new like it's a new role so there's nothing mm. like in place for it so I'm kind of because of that I'm thinking about it all the time like mm. thinking about how can I what can I do different? How can I um, bring in skills that I've got from my past jobs and things like that? So I'm constantly thinking about things that I can do. Because it's not a handover. There's no handover at no, all. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. It's just a brand new role. I think that always makes it challenging. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's exciting, and that's why I took it, you mm. know, because it is, like, um, something really exciting and something that I can hopefully grow into something pretty big. Tell us a little bit more about um, your soft launch what? Which one? I did. What? Is your, that what I talked about today? Your soft launch. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was so loud. <laughs> okay, no, to give you context, I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> so this good. This morning we talked about. We well, no, we talked tone, and what did I say? I just said I'm soft launching my weirdness. Yep. Yeah. So you know what I mean by soft launch. So you know when. So okay. You know when. For example, if someone's in a new relationship, this is an example, like out of nowhere, someone's in a new relationship, they can either soft launch it and be like, um, like, for example, there's photos of this person and then everyone's like, 
who's taking these photos? Like, is this a new man or whatever? Or if you're going to hard launch, you just put like a selfie of you two and you're like, I love this person or like, this is my new person. Or soft launch might be like, you've got a photo of like your hands together, but it's like mystery, right? Yeah. So what I said this morning and just obviously found it hilarious. I loved it. Because you said you're like, you've got to say this. Um, I just said I'm soft launching my weirdness, like how I show people my true self, you know, because I am quite quirky. So like, on day one, like honestly day one, maybe it was, yeah, I think it was day one, I was like spinning on my chair, like kneeling on my chair for like a second. And then I was like, oh my God, no, like this is not it. <laughs> I don't know these people. <laughs> like I need to sit down and be corporate, <laughs> you know? But then I feel like I, yeah, I'm like so, like it's such a soft launch, honestly. They think I'm so normal, I think. I think they think that. Just they wait. <laughs> they'll find they'll find out. I hope they don't listen. I don't yep. think they would listen to this. I do know one of their partners, one of their wives listens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was like well, How did she you. find out about it? Because you She's work a gym member. She's ah, a gym okay. Yeah, I know. Oh, her. that's handy. Yeah. That's handy. Anyway, what's been happening with you? Uh, well, last weekend I was in Dunedin with my two kids and a friend of theirs. So it was a drive, like a road trip down to Dunedin with awesome. three teenage boys. And um, uh, fun I, trip. Uh, yeah, no, listen, it was it was a fantastic, fantastic weekend in Dunedin. Went down there for um, uh, the All Blacks game. Uh, so the thing is with teenagers, maybe teenage boys or teenagers now, you know, all of them have earpods. Mm-hmm. And so so the Fancy. trip yeah, yeah 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 but the trip down to Dunedin was each of them listening to <laughs> their own music their own music in the car so then are you just blasting your own music yeah pretty much <laughs> which might have kind of contributed you know sort of I had a bit of Beyonce going on oh yes Julie you know uh, ooh, did that come I don't know I'm it was surprised just, you really like Julie don't you? Yeah, but I just, um, just uh, I didn't kind of plan ahead, and then I had to do through like Apple Music, just um, you know songs that I'd purchased, you know, sort of like oh. in the last ten years. So there were some random, some Jeez, seriously random, um, kind of songs that came through. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I had a good time. But no, like um, yeah, the 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 kids the kids were pretty good. The first day that we got there in the afternoon. Um, so very, very nice because we were staying in sort of a suite. So it had like a fridge and little kitchen area and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm very bu- like budget conscious. I couldn't even get what? the word out. No, you're not. Oh, you're like, being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me? But Five that, star, six star gal. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> even get the word out. No. But um, I'm trying to. But, but budget. Yeah. budget. <laughs> just, what's the word? What's the vocab? Um, but so we arrived and, you know, the afternoon and we've just kind of started to unpack and stuff. And then um, uh, my youngest wanted to go and get a haircut. Fine. Take him out to get a haircut. So And Dunedin. In Dunedin, I don't know why. He, he desperately, I've got to go. I've desperately got to needed, <laughs> desperately needed a haircut for some reason. And uh, I saw a bottle store, and I was like, "Well, this is great. Get his haircut, and then I'll go pick up a bottle of wine because you know we've got a fridge in the room." And naturally, yeah, you need to put wine in the fridge. Budget conscious. I don't want to pay for a glass of wine in the bar. It's expensive. Oh, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. So anyway, so he gets his haircut, and then I said, "Listen, I just want to go and um, grab a bottle." of wine and uh, he said 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 cool. Um, and uh, I don't know how it came up, but he was kind of like, um, "Do you have your ID?" And I was like, "No, no, no." But like, a, like you know, it's fine. I've got my phone, and you know, it's totally fine. I don't actually know how that came up, but anyway, so went into the bottle store, and um, I was kind of thinking, "What am I going to do if I do get asked for ID?" Because I, cause I don't have anything on me that's going to prove... Which is like, you know, like people 42, 42? 42. 42-year-olds don't think about that, you know, but Jess has to because she looks so damn young. Well, I, yeah, I don't... I don't uh, honestly, I, oh, sometimes I do put my driver's licence in, you know, if I'm going out and I'm taking a clutch, I might put my driver's licence in there because I was kind of like, it's going to be really annoying if I'm out and I can't get served, you know, for, for that reason, whatever. But... Uh, yeah, anyway, so um had the bottle of wine and um, took it up to the counter and have you got your ID? And I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. And I don't want to walk all the way back to the hotel to get my ID. So, you know, so I bring my, my son and I'm like, listen, this is my kid. I'm 42. I don't have any ID on me, but I promise I'm old. Like, t- <laughs> like t- tell them, Quinn, tell them. I'm your mum. you know. like really embarrassed at this point? Mortified. Absolutely. Because <laughs> he hates it eh, when you get ID. Absolutely it, mortified. Is it Oscar that hates it? Um, I remember there was one that was like, she, like a, one time that it was like, she's not my sister. Or something yeah, like that. that was Oscar. That was oh, Oscar okay. in the supermarket. But anyway, so... Um, like, so much. Eh? She gets ID so much. Well, I... Yeah. And I, every time it happens, I think this is the last time. Like yeah, it enjoy happens it weekly Because it's, it's the last time. So um, anyway, so this um, young um, girl is kind of standing there like, um, I kind of need That's to see what ID. they all say. Yeah, That's my kid. Exactly, exactly. And um, so I, I kind of launch into, I promise this is my kid. And like, I'll show you photos. I'll show you photos. Um, you know, I've got pictures on my Facebook of him when he was younger. I'll show you the year. Yeah, you, you know, be your little bro. But went into this like massive kind of launch oh of you know trying to sort of um, justify my age. And she let me buy the bottle of wine. I think mainly because my reason, my justification for my age was I'll show you pictures on Facebook. No one young is going to talk about Facebook. <laughs> Do you not have photos of your ID on your phone? This is what my kid asked me. Oh, my goodness. Start this doing is, that. This what is about exactly... photos of your passport? Maybe somewhere, but like I it was going to... I think just have it in your favourites from now on. You're going to get ID'd more. May, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but then Although if they I... don't always accept that, but at least you can be like, look, I've got a photo of my ID. I'm I'm old. Yeah, or not just... that you're old, but that's what you say. Yeah, but just, I guess, remember to take my wallet with me maybe. But, yeah, but that's um... your backup, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is what Quinn asked me. He's like, how do you not have a photo of your driver's <laughs> license? You know, and I was like, shut up, Dad. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that was kind of, that was a little... A little so uh... how mortified was he? Oh, absolutely mortified. Like, was he standing next to you at that point? When well, she, he was... How old is the girl? He was... Oh, uh, well, I she, she would have been early 20s, maybe. I don't think that was the issue. I think it was purely just embarrassed by his mum because he was sort of standing at a little bit of a distance. And I was like, Quinn, come here, come here, <laughs> come here. Tell them, tell them I'm your mum. Tell them I'm old. Come on, Quinn. Jesus. And he's like, mm, 
I just want to be anywhere but here. My mum is so embarrassing. The other annoying thing about this kid is, right, so do you remember last, or maybe a couple of podcasts ago, I talked about how, you know, so I've been going along and watching rugby for like 18 years. Mm -hmm. And what I realised at the last game was I really don't know a lot about rugby for having watched it for 18 years, right? So at this game that I took the kids along to, I ended up sitting beside Quinn, and Quinn plays rugby. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is, this is great. Now's my chance. Now's my chance to learn what's happening, kind of what's going on. Anyway, so the After game... 18 years, that now is your chance? I don't get that. Now's my <laughs> chance. Now's my chance. I feel like this Surely kid is old enough. you've sat next to people that know about rugby before. Yeah, I think I have a couple of times. What? More than a couple in 18 years when you're sitting with a family and friends. Oh, no, but, surely, I, but like I said, but I don't want to... you play it cool. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I play it cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to be... Yeah. Try! Yeah, try. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the one that like doesn't know what's going on. Anyway, so I'm asking questions and I'm kind of like, what? what's, what's going on there? And he's like <laughs> reluctantly sort of telling me. Anyway, so I ask him and he goes, stop asking me questions. I'm not a dictionary. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Your dictionary if I'm asking you to be. What about all the years that I've taught you how to be a human? Don't you think it's time that you help me out? Anyway, so then he said, listen, sorry, I was just a little bit stressed with what was going on. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think I guilt tripped him because I was like, you're welcome for raising you. <laughs> How dare you not answer my questions? Anyway, so that's my trip to Dunedin. But the ID situation, oh, long anyway. Story short, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving, moving on. The um, the experience of getting ID'd in Dunedin yeah. got me thinking about age, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like age. What does that even really? mean like what's the whole kind of like you're in your 20s or you're in your 30s and just kind of the expectations of that and what happens when someone you know sort of that situation where you get ID'd because you um don't look old enough to buy a bottle of wine Um, I got ID'd I got ID'd last week oh please share on Saturday please share um and I was with Essie and I was like oh my god yeah for sure and then Essie's like no he just wanted to get your name and I was like mate, like, don't take this away from me. Yeah. I'm next to you. Like, yeah. I'm literally next to you. The guy knows that I'm with you. And he says, like, I can just see her. He's a creep. But then it got me thinking about that time. Oh, yes, in Akaroa. Yeah, when I did get ID'd and this that guy pretended. definitely I to try and well, yeah, get in your pants. He, he, well, no, it was just to get my name. Was so. Um, well, maybe that, that was the end goal for him, but yeah. that went nowhere. No, he ID'd me pretending to be the bouncer. So he was standing at the door... So I think I'd ordered I'd ordered a drink and he had as well or something and then he got there first by the door and then he stood there and I was like oh shit must be the bouncer because he was like ID please and I was like oh yeah for sure okay because it was like the outdoor part of the bar so I gave him my ID and then he was like can I get your number I don't know can I get your number and I was like what do you do you work here and he's like no and I was like what the f-? and I could see his friends laughing at that point and then I was like get the get my idea what like. Fuck off. Hmm. Oh, again, I've done it this again. This is why we can't be live. <laughs> this yeah. is why we're in the we live can't studio live. today. Yes. But, like, I'm not offending anyone. Am I? I don't know. I mean, I'm not bothered by If swearing. you're offended by this, message me. <laughs> message me. Tell me how much you're offended. Well, I, I can pass it on to Plans FM. You know? <laughs> 
Don't tell anything to Blaine's FM, just yeah. us. us. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos is like, don't give me extra admin, Matt, please. Just stop swearing. Um, question though, it's because it's been a very long time since I've dated and also a long time since you've dated, maybe a while since you've dated too. I'm curious, do people still ask for others' numbers? I think it's like Snapchat now. Is it not? Like what's it starts with this is what I've kind of like oh, yeah, observed. I don't know. I'm not like I'm not there. <laughs> but what I've observed is people are like, look, well, I've got his Snapchat name and then I'm like, What do you do then? Do you like <laughs> send photos to each other? But I think people message on there because it goes away. Right. Okay. And then and then you upgrade to maybe phone number or I don't know text or Instagram or Facebook Messenger or whatever. I use all of those. I don't use Snapchat, but, you know, I, like, message people through Messenger, text, and Instagram. So I don't know what's cool. Well, so so then there's – it could potentially be quite a slow progression. Yeah, then, I think, that, kind of I think like there's progressions. So when people are, Snapchat. like, messaging on Bumble or Tinder, they'll upgrade. So, like, it's it's a progression to to get out of the app and then give that person your number, mm-hmm. you know, because then you're your because on that app there's no um, personal info mm. apart from your first name and whatever you've shared. Mm. But I think yeah, you can upgrade, and then some people are like, oh, what's your Snapchat number? What's well, your Snapchat name? And then they either talk on that or on text. Look, I'm making this shit up. This is just what I've observed. And then... Well, yeah, the, like, the last times I dated was sort of like that, you know, like, a yeah. da- from a dating app to yeah. asking for the person's name, uh, sorry, number. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't oh, have Snapchat, so, yeah. yeah. because you've done the dating apps. Yeah, so yeah. I would just go, like, mm. Bumble, uh, maybe, you know, have a, a conversation, and then yeah. if, if, if we feel like the chat was going fine or whatever, then it's like, hey, do you mind if I just grab your number? Okay. Yeah. So that's an upgrade. That's a progression. And then it's the number. And then you meet. And then yeah. it's the date. And then it's so basically asking Wait, for someone's... Wait, where is this going, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> She's just, like, keen to date. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I mean, I'm future-proofing. What if oh my, my marriage God, doesn't work out? I need to, Unlikely. you know, kind of... Like it, you but how, are so good together. But how... Unlikely. Yeah, it's kind of sickening sometimes. But <laughs> how, um, like, how hard is it... How, like... Shout out if you're um, now trying to date and the last time you dated, it was just someone oh asking for my. your number. Because it sounds overwhelming to navigate. Yeah. But if you're getting back into the scene, you'd be getting back into the scene with people in a similar age group as you. So they might be in the same boat. True. You know, they might be like, what's, you know, do you, can I give you my number? What's cool? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So or who knows? Like maybe Jesse's looking for something else. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Are you wanting to expand your marriage to multiple people? Not at the moment. Are you and Greek talking about it? He's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm also not. <laughs> Please don't message me about becoming a throttle. Um, it's not. It's not. Do you get sugar daddy messages? Uh, I had one recently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's just so tempting to message back and kind of go, but do you I know always, how old I am? Yeah. Like, I always also think that they're probably like a robot. Yeah, for like sure. A, you know, like I'm like, oh, this would not be fun if you're just like a, a robot. Yeah. Otherwise you could have a game. And um, what notes have you got there? Well, so it just kind of going back to what we wanted to chat about today, which was age, really. Yeah. And um, a couple of life crises that might happen uh, 
in and around your 20s and in and around your 40s, which is kind of representative of kind of our ages. Our ages and the age gap. But first of all, um, a little bit about age. So like your height or shoe size, the number of years that have passed since you first entered the world is an unchangeable fact. I can't change the fact that 1981 was a great year. Uh, but <laughs> but everyday experience suggests that we often don't experience aging the same way, with many people feeling older or younger than they actually are. Do you feel 29? I think it depends on who you surround yourself with. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, if you surround yourself... Like, I think if you surround yourself with people who are, like... Or maybe even, yeah, not maybe how old they are, but more like their attitude. Like if mm. they're youthful and they're not, like I'm just thinking of like people that I know in their 60s mm. who honestly would outdrink me <laughs> by, by far. And they're so youthful, you know, mm. like they hang out with like SNI, they hang out with um, like their friends who are the same age are also really youthful. So I think that it's just like a mindset thing. Other than how much they can drink, what else do you think allows someone to kind of come across as maybe younger than their years if they're, you know, kind of towards their 60s? Uh, Maybe like, I don't know, I haven't prepared anything at all. I hope you know that. Um, Maybe like how open-minded they are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because like if I think of these people, they're so open-minded and like just positive like not that older Mm. people aren't positive but you know it is common to come across um people who as they get older they're negative about the world and fair enough too because they've experienced and they've seen a lot of shit Mm. in their years but I think um when they're really (coughs) open-minded and positive it can you know what Mm. do you think I agree with that definitely and and I would say um kind of expanding on the open-mindedness this sense of curiosity yeah. To still be curious about the world and particularly to That's be curious point. about the experience of those who are younger than you and not in a way which is, you know, kind of, um, you know, back in my day or I'm going to school <sighs> you in this, but actually really being curious to go kind of what's it like to be in your 20s right now? now? Like, yeah. you know, kind of just, I think, just interested in people in that way. Have you ever had to act older like, you know, you, you're a certain age and you're trying to be, to act, to be older. Well, I guess when you were younger, probably. Yeah, I think, um, I think when I had Oscar, I remember I, maybe this is kind How of. How old were you? Uh, 25. And oh, this yeah. is probably what came to <clears throat> mind. But um, I had, I had quite long hair. And when I had Oscar as a baby, I went and I got my hair cut quite short. To look older? I think to look older. Oh, bless you. Yeah, I think I think to kind of um, maybe be, I don't know, like... Accepted as a mum? More like a mum, maybe. I, I don't know. I think... Um, How short was it? Oh, it was just like shoulder height. I wasn't, it wasn't like a buzz cut or anything. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true that people, as they get older, they have shorter and shorter and shorter hair. But yeah. I think it's because it thins out, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, so that's kind of <clears throat> what came to, came to mind. And then um, I grew my hair back out after that. But yeah, what about we you? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I asked because I've definitely, like, when I went on these interviews and I was thinking about how I would do my hair 
Um, Because at the best of times, I look like a 12-year-old because I'm so short. (laughs) And, like, I've got these, like, business clothes, right? Not all of them are like this. But some of them, I'm, like, swimming in them. I actually look like I'm borrowing, like, mummy's clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, like, when I was, like, putting on some of my clothes... Before the interviews and everything, you see what you think is that like, honestly, you look like you've just gone to your mum's wardrobe right oh. now. Like, <laughs> so then <clears throat> when I thought about what I did, what I would do with my hair and stuff for my interviews, it was so much in the back of my mind to act because twenty nine isn't young, but I just no. I think I just like I can very easily look like. A teenager. teenager. Like, yeah. you know, when you know when we're, like, crossing the road and there's, like, there was, like, this sea of teenagers at school <laughs> and Jess is, and like, I almost lost, lost you. <laughs> I know Because I'm just, like, I'm just, like, walking through and I'm the same height, if not shorter than most of them because they're all bloody tall. So, like, even Essie, like, when I'm wearing my long, you know, my long puffer that's, like, goes to my ankles, he refuses to walk next to me because he's, like, I'm not going to walk next to child like it looks so wrong you're such a child because if you have my hood up I look like a little penguin you know like a little black penguin but also I don't think the jacket is actually made it's not like a full length down as to in the ankle. A, I think, I think it it's meant to be about knee height <laughs> but goes down oh, to her I ankles. think I think it's meant to be for my height but that's hilarious how Essie's like please don't walk beside me Honestly, because like, I do not want to look like I'm just, dating a he child he hates the jacket like he's got something against <laughs> it but also like <laughs> When this is kind of sad, but like when we've gone into like New World before, we've been followed, and he's like, One, I'm brown, two, you're wearing that damn jacket because it's so long, right? So it looks like I could hide stuff, and it's like really puffy. And I never, like, I would never even think about it. And he's like, Open your damn jacket. And I'm like, No, I do what I want, it's cold. And he's like, Open it right now, I can see the security guard. Like, he's like, Honestly, he was like going from like aisle to aisle following no. us. And I'm like, This is a thing. And he's like, Yeah, I experience this all the time. And more so because of you right now, so open your fucking jacket. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's like, the jacket. Aww. You look like you could get well, groceries guess, for a family well, yeah. of five. <laughs> it is quite puffy. That's why it's so warm. But you know, so going back to the interviews, I definitely tried to. Well, I just I just had it in the back of my mind. Like I I wore my hair down for all my interviews because I feel like sometimes when I've got my hair up, I kind of look like a school kid. You know. I'm not saying, like, my skin is, like, flawless and I've got wrinkles and stuff, but I just... Teenagers do not have flawless skin. No, but, I, yeah. Oh, this is true. Mm. Actually, I do, like, I, I refer to the fact I feel like I'm going through puberty all the time with my fucking pimples. Oh, my God. And through the, through the interviews, I was getting multiple pimples, like, more than normal. And do not pop your pimple on the way to an interview because it will show more. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Stress. Yeah, for sure. Stress. I had 14 in two weeks. Has it settled down now then? My skin, like, mm. it's just started now. Like, this extension to my lip is starting to go down. Like, starting. And we have such, we have <laughs> such a perception, though, of, like, getting spots and stuff to be very teenage-specific. Yeah. But I had the biggest zit on my face, like, the biggest white head on my face about a week ago, didn't I? Yes, you I told me you were like, you. I, I'm not feeling good about this. I, I It was honestly one Fair of those enough. moments where I was kind of, because I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Don't <laughs> carry on! Well, no, because I squeezed it. But I squeezed it, but so aggressively that I actually took the top layer of my skin off, and I was (laughs) nervous that I wasn't even going to be able to cover it to go and to go and be out in the world. See, how is it looking now, though? I feel like you recover from your pimples quickly. What do you do? Top tip from Jess. In terms of, like, do you use something on your pimples? 
Uh, I actually use salt water. <laughs> Carry on. Explain. There you go. Um, all their wife's tail sort of yeah. thing from Colombia is um, oh, just a little bit of uh, toothpaste. I just, was just going to Just say, on the top of it. Not after you've squeezed it, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> it could be very painful. <laughs> and so wait, don't so put the toothpaste on your on your skin because it's going to burn it. Yeah. Just oh, on the really? Seat. Yeah, just oh. on the seat. So wait, so salt water, you go into the kitchen mm-hmm. and you grab your salt yeah, can you please just tell us what the hell you do? You go into the kitchen, yep. you grab a cup, put mm-hmm. some water in it. Yep, I boil what? the jug. Oh, you, it's boiled, it's yeah, boiled yeah. salt And then water. I put a bit of salt, boil the jug, you know, stir it around, wait till it's cooled down a little bit, and then I just use like a, you know, like an earbud, whatever, and then I put some salt water on my skin. I don't know. Didn't work with this white head. <laughs> do you do it after you've picked it or before? after because I like to squeeze. <laughs> I know it's so hard not to, eh? Shani tells me off so much. I'm sorry, but like... <clears throat> I'm like, it's like clearly white. Like, that's disgusting. I do not want to go out like this. I don't see... Yeah, I need no, to cover that, this. That needs and it's very satisfying. It, like, well, I think that's probably the, <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing is it's actually so satisfying. Yeah. Like, that entire day as I could feel that white head growing on my face, I was like, I can't wait for tonight. I can't wait till after the shower and I'm really? going to... Oh, oh man, I'm gonna! I cannot wait for okay, how satisfying this. I do not have that kind of attitude. I am not like excitable about it. Anyway, Carlos, that's very <laughs> exciting, isn't it? And um, but my enthusiasm, I think, got the better of me, and I just went. You went I hard. went. I went so hard that I was actually like, "Am I going to be able to face the public tomorrow?" But like I told you, it doesn't matter. Like you did, and I said to you, I was like, "Sis, that's like, how you've got one. I was. I've got like three or four, so yeah. you're fine." And she texted her, and I was like, good. "Oh my goodness, I attacked my face." <laughs> um. Anyway, so just uh, yeah, a- acne not specific to teenagers. Yeah. Um. You know, sort of uh, forty two, still getting, still getting a few. It makes spots. me feel better when you say that, to be honest, because I do, yep. I am getting spots all the time. That's the way my body shows stress. Okay. I don't. Oh, and also like lack of sleep. I can't fall asleep. As in you can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I can't fall asleep. Mm. That's Those are the two things that I know I'm stressed. If my mind is running um, at 100Ks per hour and if I'm getting pimples. Because I'm like, I'm fine. And then I'm like, whoa, <laughs> okay. <laughs> whoa, forehead, wow. It's amazing how your body will send you those messages. Like for some people it could be stomach. I used to get that. Really IBS? Stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore? No, not so much. Which would you choose if you had to? Acne or IBS? Well, IBS can be pretty bad if it's bad. Yeah, right. Like it can be quite bad if it's bad. But yeah. I would take IBS because you can't see it. Um, but I wouldn't want it to be horrific because I have had horrific pains before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Like I've gone to the hospital before because... Um, yeah, my ex at the time was like, this is not right. Like, you're going to die. And he thought it was appendix. I said, I've gone twice, maybe three times. But I was really bad in that time. Like, I was obviously so stressed. And also, I think my gut was just all over the show. But what do you think you were stressed <clears throat> about? It's quite extreme. I don't know. I don't know. I was working at my past project management role. But I think, I don't know. I just, like, I, I think it was just my gut. Like, mm. I, I ended up like stripping back so much. I don't know why I can't. <clears throat> this is always podcast day. I lose my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, normally it's a Friday too. Mm. Uh, I just, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, you know, I just stripped back everything. And then for ages I didn't have, and I'm still kind of strict on that, but not as strict. But like I, I stopped all 
kind of did full map pretty much. Mm. And then reintroduce things really, really slowly. Mm. Well, that's good that you don't get IBS stuff anymore. Nah, not really anymore. And I think I think maybe that's with really settling into this job as well, the skin will be... Like, it's taken months, honestly. Like, it feels like it's taken months. <laughs> it hasn't been months. It has. She's I exaggerating. Has. <laughs> She's exaggerating. Um, so... On the t- kind of topic of age, we just mentioned before that, um, so I'm in my 40s. Nat, at this stage, is still in her 20s, just Woo-hoo! just for a few more months. So we wanted to look at sort of like what are, what are the cha- challenges for each of our kind of ages, right? And something that you might have heard about before is a quarter-life crisis. Oh, yeah. Quarter-life crisis. So this is kind of... Uh, what um, popular psychology would say about a quarter-life crisis is that it happens um, in a period ranging from someone's early 20s up to their mid-30s. Jeez. That's a long That's time, That's not a quarter eh? anymore, is it? I mean, it depends when you're going to die. It seems like a long time, <laughs> but what But what? What the crisis is... So wait, so wait, what? Mid-20s to mid-30s? Early uh, 20s? Early 20s. Oh, wow. Early okay. 20s, up until, up until sort of mid-30s. But then I feel like it kind of tag-teams into... Um, midlife crisis. Yeah, surely. Maybe when you're does just that constantly start? in crisis. You know? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so it involves anxiety over the direction and quality of one's life. Where am I going? Oh, What's that. you know, yeah. um, and it's defined as a period of insecurity, doubt, and disappointment surrounding your career, relationships, and financial situation. So some of the symptoms include um, feelings of being lost, scared, lonely, or confused about what steps to take in early adulthood. Um, so things like unemployment or choosing a career path, that's a major cause of stress and anxiety. And it's also kind of for a lot of people the first time that they're not living with parents. So that feeling mm. of being quite isolated and alone is significant as well. So is that something you've experienced? Yeah, I think maybe that's why I changed my job. <laughs> because, so you're in it. <laughs> no, I think I've got out of it because I was so much in it. Um, oh, I mean, I'm exaggerating again, but I, like, I did have doubts of, like, where am I going? What am I doing with my life? What do I want? What is, like, my dream kind of, like, situation? You know, we've talked about this, like, we talked about this yesterday. We, mm. I was like, I don't even know what that looks like. Mm. But since I've changed my job, and I've only just noticed that now when you're talking, I, yeah, oh, I can't, maybe I have thought about it in the back of my mind, but I feel like that's kind of been relieved. Like, I feel like I'm less um, thinking or less like, <gasps> what am I doing? Because I feel like, yeah, I've made a change. I've done something to, mm. to I guess. Take um, control. Take control, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm going somewhere. Not that I wasn't going somewhere. Like, this is not saying that at all. But I, like I said at the last not the last, last, last podcast, I feel like I had peaked mm. and I feel like I had no, like, direction from there and that really freaked me out. Like, the the, the, the thought of, like, turning 30 and, you know, all of that and in terms of, like, family life, I don't have children and everyone's talking about that. Um, but career is, like, quite important to me. So I feel mm. like now that I've made that change, I do feel a lot better about it. Mm. Feels good. How um how is that that situation you mentioned about 
uh, sort of friends around you, people that you know, are um, having children now. Yeah. And like, how how is that? And how's the pressure now on women your age mm. around needing to do that, or like the whole? I don't know, like it, it used to be okay to tell women that they might run out of time. I think people still do. Okay. So, yeah. That hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, no, that has. Maybe less, but I have heard, have, have had that, mm. you know, especially from older people. And, like, they always mean well. Mm. Like my auntie's like, tell me, like, when can I start making jumpers? And I'm like, Sis, you can just start whenever, like, I'm asking me. Do you want to know? Please don't every time stop, I see yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Every time I see her, I'm like, look, they can just, like, they can just go in the drawer. <laughs> you know, I don't need to, I don't need to, like, go in when I'm trying, which means I'm having sex without a condom. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, <laughs> that would be a bit, a bit of a weird text, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, hey, to, auntie, just I'm, to let I'm you trying. know. Get knitting because the condom's off. <laughs> Boink. Um, <laughs> do you have that kind of relationship with your auntie? No. No, I don't either. Actually, um, no. She, like, she's actually, this auntie I'm thinking of, she's hilarious. And if I said that to her, she'd probably have a huge laugh. Like, she's mm. quite she's quite fun. She's really fun. Uh, yeah, what, the pressure? Yeah, no, I do. Uh, yeah, I feel that pressure all the time. Yeah. Ticking. Ticking. And you know, ticking in her, and also being so ovaries alone. So this is, I guess, the question is kind of like talking about something like a quarter life crisis. Is it because the individual is going, where is my life going? What's my, you know, kind of, um, you know, that sort of existential crisis, if if you will? Is that from the individual, or is that just because? Everyone keeps asking you about and society, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, buy a house. Have you got a yeah. house? Oh like, my god, yeah. You yeah. know, kind of get a good career, have a family, meet someone, mm-hmm. you know. So it's that. I think it's everything, and like also because we as humans compare ourselves to others. You know, like I naturally will compare myself to my friends that are the same age, and you look at where they're at, and you might look at, like, your clients, of, uh, my clients of where they're at, and they're a similar age to me, you know, like, like always. And it's always, always the, it's always the classic that you go, at, not consciously, but it's the thing that you're insecure about, the thing yes, that you don't feel yeah. great about. And then you'll look at someone who's doing very, very well in that area and go, well, I don't measure up. You know, never sort of in a way where you sort of go, well, this area of my life is going quite well. You know, let me compare that with other people. It's always the stuff um, you're insecure about. Yeah, exactly. I had a conversation with, um, I had dinner with one of my clients, well, like ex-client, obviously, because I'm not PT anymore, Um, uh, just last night, I think it was. And we were talking about, because she was talking about how she's, you know, constantly um, comparing herself to others and because she um, she wants to have kids and doesn't have a partner and things at, mm. at this point in time. And I was like, just so you know, like, you know when you look at someone and you think that they've all got their shit together? They actually don't. No. Like, they don't. Like, nobody does. And they, they're thinking, they're probably thinking, how cool. Like, she can live her life. Like, not, not fully, but then, you know, like I, I did say, I was like, that some of them will be looking at you and being like, God, I wish I could just go out for a drink right now, but I'm stuck with my kids or I'm Absolutely. stuck. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've got, you know, like I know people who have on the outside look like they've got the perfect kind of life, like on the outside, on paper, they've got most amazing house, they've got, you know, kids, blah, 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 but they're really unhappy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so you never know. 
um, where people are at. And on the outside, every, everybody looks like they're doing great. <laughs> That's what makes this human experience so hard is the isolation of believing that everyone else has kind of got their shit sorted. Yeah. And and happy and fulfilled. That's what this podcast is about, to tell you that we don't have our shit together because there's too much of, like, people being polished on social media. It's you true. Know? It's We're true. We're not polished here. We've got pimples and everything. <laughs> yes, yes. And I have also shared that I get a little bit too aggressive with my pimples sometimes. <laughs> so um, so that's kind of, that's sort of mm, the sort of 20-ish, 20s, crisis mm. when you're hitting you know your 40s like myself yeah. you move into something called the midlife crisis okay. yes. so here's the midlife crisis stuff if that's where you're at um it's a transition of identity and self-confidence that can occur in middle-aged individuals yeah i'm middle-aged <laughs> wait what what Typically are the 40, ages? 40 to 60 years old. I would never say my friend Jess is middle aged. But I am. If the lifespan. But I, I don't see it. I don't see that. Yeah. I guess the lifespan is like 18, 19. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It just it hit me when I was 41 and I was kind of like, oh my goodness. I think I'm, I'm halfway, um, over halfway through my life. So that's, <gasps> yeah, yeah. So, no, that's, so that's the Hold crisis. Hold the phone. Don't say that. Well, oh my God. Yeah. So the midlife crisis <gasps> is that. You are now aware that you have less years ahead of Mm-mm. you nope. than you nope. have behind Delete. you. Delete, erase. I don't want to see or it. that you're like in the in the peak of the of the mountain, and now it's time no, to start no, going No, 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 erase. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, but see, you know, this freaks you out. But at <laughs> it my does. age, at my age, I have to accept it. I, I'm I, sorry. I yeah. accept it. You know, it's a really interesting experience to kind of go. You know, sort of exactly that. I have less years ahead of me. If I have a normal, healthy lifespan, I'd be less years ahead of me than I've already lived. And they're going to be moving a lot faster as well. So that's really fun. And let me tell you a little bit more about this depressing topic. (laughs) Um, So so it's that kind of becoming aware of your own mortality and... um, you know, sort of assessing, I guess, whether you have achieved the things that you wanted to in your life. Unfortunately, that can bring sort of um, some depression and remorse and um, high levels of anxiety. Um, People sometimes in this stage start to freak out. And you know that classic kind of like the middle-aged guy who then buys a sports car and yes. starts yeah, yeah, yeah. having an affair with a secretary. You know, that <laughs> sometimes is is kind of driven by this awareness that actually you're ageing. And So, yes, are you in the midlife crisis? As I said, been? do not message me about having a throuple <laughs> because that is not... No, but are you not experiencing any of this? Um, what am I going through... I think I have a healthy awareness and appreciation for the fact that I have less years ahead than I have behind me. But, um, I mean, I've shared that I, I really struggle with depression and anxiety, so I'm not going to pretend that um, I don't have moments where I, I really struggle with my mental health. But I can tell you, at, at, in this moment where I'm at in my life right now, I'm, I'm very grateful for the life that I've had you have said that to me, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I'm really, you know, I have experienced things in my life that I never even kind of knew was sort of out there to, to do. And mm. I feel very lucky. I'm lucky I have a couple of kids. Um, you know, I'm kind of happily married. So 
Um, I would say the area of my life where I have a little bit more kind of like, have I fulfilled what I want to do would be the career space. You know, sort of the ideas, I guess, uh, or the um, what I imagined I would achieve in my career when I was 20 first at uni is not where I'm at now mm. when I'm when I'm 42. And that can kind of get me down. Yeah. You know, when I'm sitting beside kids in their 20s in a lecture, I go, wow, you know, like they've got their life ahead of them and, you know, what am I what am I up to? But generally, um, I am very grateful to be fit and healthy. Yeah. And um I'm you know, I wouldn't trade the wisdom that I have at forty two for anything. I've said that before, but this is I've I've really worked hard to be in a good place at this age. So I wouldn't want to go back even six months to struggle yeah, like I did at the end of last year. I have said that before. Yeah. yeah. I love how proud you are of your age. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Mm. Like you're you're not cuz I've like I've I always think you're not really worried about aging. Like you're just, you know, and I really admire that cuz I don't think mm. I'm there <laughs> yet. <laughs> But I want to. I you want might to learn be, from you. What? But you might be when you get here, though. You know, like it might be kind Maybe. of. Maybe I hope so because I think know? aging is something that I'm like really scared of. But I think I'm I'm getting better and better at it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I am. Mm. Yeah, maybe when you mentally when you hit your forties and you go. I actually still feel a little bit like I'm eighteen in some ways. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and like we said at the start, like it does, it it does come down to a mindset thing. Like you're you're not like if you think of like your typical um, middle aged person, you are you wouldn't fall under that because of your mindset and just your being and how youthful you are, and you know what I mean. I am quite childish still in lots of ways. Exactly. Yeah. You're a child. Yeah. I like have I, to look after you sometimes. It's true. <laughs> I was, in And lo- you have to look after me too sometimes. Yeah. Like in lots of ways I was a lot more mature as, um, you know, a 16-year-old. Like I was... Than I th- now. Well, I think that's it. <laughs> you know, and also like I went through quite a heavy period in my life at 16 with the eating disorder and things and that that's a lot to go through as a yeah. young person and yeah. then I guess I was kind of then I was modeling and had to be very self-reliant so I had to be on top of things all the time and mm. you know very sort of um I don't know like on top of things like do you mean like I have to be at this casting is that what they're called yeah, at this time, and I have to leave at this time, and blah blah. blah. You had to grow up quite quickly yeah. to get yourself to yeah, yeah, I to think, work and to I get think work. That's yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Like I didn't have. It's quite a different way of kind of navigating your late teens, early twenties to be, you know, kind of. So you'd go on a contract and you wouldn't know anyone. You know, you'd go over there and um, sort of yeah, have to have to navigate hard. all of that. So. I think, yeah, I think that made me grow up very quickly. And in some ways, maybe I'm just trying to go backwards get now. my youth back. <laughs> Benjamin Button, go backwards. I mean, that's how I justify my, you know, kind of irresponsible behaviour at this age. Whoa. Just, just, just uh, snorted everywhere. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, did I go on you? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. It's like that time, what was that time? When you were like, leave your, oh, I was crying after the funeral and you're like, Keep your sleeves to yourselves. 
unrelated. Sorry. Stay away from my sleeves. Yeah, I think yeah, I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you. I think you did say your sleeves look awfully dry. <laughs> like, keep yours. Because snotty right, nose I came, to yourself. I came in and I had taken my long sleeve top because I didn't have tissues. Who doesn't take tissues to funeral? Especially stupid people. Especially Me. emotional people like you. I mean, right? That's. Uh, I don't even have tissues in my bag right now, and I know you will. Yep, I do. Always, always pack some tissues for Nat. It's not for me. It's just in general. You <laughs> have Nat. to blow your nose all the time too. Sometimes. Carlos, how old Sometimes are you? Sometimes you go during class and blow your nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. When I <laughs> exercise, I get runny nose. Anyway, how old are you? I'm 33. 33. We're like the same age. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, there's a lot that you have in common. Um, but yeah, I, I still feel 25, you know? Yeah. And, and, and up until I was 24, I still felt like I was 17. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mm. is that just us? Or do you think, like, most people kind of go, how am I 60? You know, or how am I... I think it, de- a bit, it depends. It won't be the same for everyone. Mm. I think it's a mindset thing, you mm. know? that like, You know when... Sometimes I, I have... I, people my age talk like they're 50, honestly. Mm. And I'm like, mate, like, what are you doing? Stop complaining about the world so much. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't tell them this. Yeah. But stop complaining about the world so much. Like, but like, you honestly sound like you're 50, 60 plus. Like, you sound so bitter about life. Like, you know when people are just so negative? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, bad vibes. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, I had this conversation with someone in the staff room the other day, which was um, – uh, who's someone who's in their 20s, right? And I said, that the annoying thing with, like, you know, kind of sometimes people my age, say, in their 40s or older, is that, you know, they'll they'll say to people in their 20s, you're so lucky, you know, like, you, mm. like you're like you fit and you're healthy and, you know, you recover from hangovers like that. And, you, you just know, wait. Yeah, you just you wait. You just wait. You just wait. You don't, know how, you don't know how good you've got it now. Like, you're complaining about, you know, your body now. You wait till you're 40. It's all relative. Well, and I think that's so – I think that's the most annoying thing that you can do to anyone either yeah. anyway. But also what I said to him was the thing is that, like, you are having to face – people patronising you in your, in yes. your 20s or yeah. saying, what are you going to do for a career or have you bought a yeah. house or when are you having kids? No one asked me that. Mm-hmm. No one at 40 asked me kind of like, you know, oh, and, and enjoy you know enjoy what you've got now or, you know, kind of patronises me in that way. The other thing I don't like is when you say something and they're like, oh, but you're, you're young, you know, and I'm like, yeah. this is the oldest I've ever been, okay, exactly. so let me have it. Yeah, yeah. Sis? Yeah, and also no one knows what you've been through in your life and it's, you know, like that's, exactly. That's you don't know me thing. and my story. <laughs> exactly. So just to kind of wrap up nicely in a bow, this little Ooh, topic of aging. The bow. What um, colour? Pink. Uh, Barbie. P- let's go Barbie pink Barbie for era. sure. For sure. Um, so um, how can we how can we age well? The big thing is sort of your attitude towards aging because actually, if you've got quite a negative attitude towards aging, it can. Um, have an impact on um, you feeling stressed, which gives you other health issues um, and doesn't help your mental health and things like that. So a good attitude towards ageing is really helpful. Um, 
I guess the other thing to kind of acknowledge too is that unfortunately, as women in the society, the um, the perception of ageing is not as positive as it is for men, uh, which is not great. Give an example. So I agree, but give an example. So for example, so this is an example of um, a, you know, kind of age being gendered. So men are most valued for their character, including honesty, morality, power, and professional achievement, whereas women yep. are primarily valued for their physical attractiveness and their capacity to be yes. nurturing and empathetic. I, this is not my belief, this is just kind of, The you Google. Know, the Google. So in that way, men reach their peak attractiveness in terms of honesty, morality, power, professional achievement around the age of 50, whereas for women, that peak comes and goes by the time she reaches 18 to what? 22. What? I'm past my peak? Excuse me? Take that back. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> um, side note, though, like this is quite a big message on Barbie. Movie, <laughs> sorry, the movie. Um, but spoiler alert, though. Like I, I know. Oh we yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't no, do no, 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 no. But like, no. Cut, get off, get off now if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it. Get see off. you next week. Yeah, if see you next week. Not gone to Barbie um, yet. But that's like that's one of the powerful messages. Like I know you weren't a huge. It was okay. Yeah, I get. Th- I understand. Like I know the pros. Did you have you watched it? No. Do you know what I watched it with? No, Essie? I haven't. And I watched it with Essie because oh. he was trying to do, do a good thing, like be a good husband, and because um, Shani couldn't go with me anymore. And um, he actually enjoyed it. Like, he laughed oh, a lot. I, I 100% really want to watch it. Like, yeah. it looks really do, funny. Honestly, do. <laughs> it is quite funny. Um, I know there's some bits they could have done better, but I do think the message is really good, and that's one of the main messages, the fact that life is pretty um, – like, it, it's, it's like this world is made for men. Oh, yeah, I did like that part. I did like that part. Actually, I must show Greg. It's like the whole movie. What do you mean that part? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> she, anyway. she was drunk. Okay, she, she went to the movies and she was drunk. And Noah, she didn't watch it. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's wrap up, should we? Yes. High five me first. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Join us on Instagram at Babes Listen and see you next week. Bye. <laughs>